0: Hey Shanna, did you know that you can purchase audiobooks directly from your local bookstore?
1: Yes, with Libro FM, you'll get the same audiobooks at the same price as the largest audiobook company out there. You know the name. But with Libro FM, you get to search up your local indie bookstore and support them instead. And if you're new
0: to audiobooks, they're the perfect way to squeeze more reading into your busy life. I constantly have a book in my ear because cleaning the house or exercising is so much more fun while reading.
1: Sign up for Libro.fm and use the code GOODBOOKS to get two books instead of one for the price of your first month's membership. Good books. Good books. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Best Book Club Podcast. We are your hosts, Jen and Shanna. And welcome to this week's episode of What We're Reading and Other Stuff. What are
0: you reading, Shanna? I feel
1: like you set this up.
0: I always set it up so you go first.
1: You know what? That's okay, because I have not been able to tell you anything for so long. You've been dying. I have been dying, so I just want to start with what I've been keeping from you. I read The Girl from the Well. You did.
0: <laughs> I did. I was wondering what you were doing to me. I knew you were doing something.
1: <laughs> yes, I read *The Girl from the Well* by Rin Chupeco. That is the one that you read last time. About oh, I don't. I wrote all of the stuff down in my book, and then I forgot it at work. Fail. What the heck is her name? Okiku. Okiku, oh, I was thinking Mininu, and that's not <laughs> it. <laughs> Okiku. Oh, yeah, so that is the ring girl with the black hair, and she's all freaky and she does a walk. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's the best walk. It's very good. Uh, you were right. It was very good. Yeah, right? It's, it was really good. It was genuinely freaky in some parts. The author did a great job of creating atmosphere and writing like really creepy scenes. And here's the thing. I did not know it was YA when I was reading it. Thinking back on it, sure, one of our main characters is 16. And the other one is, what, do you have to be 21 to be an adult in the States? Yeah. Oh, So I think she's like (laughs) 20 and a half. So she's still (laughs) technically not an adult, I guess. So yeah, it makes sense that it's YA, but it didn't feel YA because it was so, I don't know, bloody, I guess. Yeah, it was it was gruesome. It was pretty gruesome. Yeah. So I really did enjoy that. And then I started the next one, The Suffering.
0: I also read that.
1: I didn't enjoy that as much.
0: No, I didn't <laughs> no. either. But it was kind of funny because this, The Suffering... I felt like I kept zoning out of it, so I wasn't sure if it was the book's fault or if it was my fault, but I I had a hard time keeping track of who people were, and it kind of went deeper into the Japanese folklore than the first book, and I just kind of got confused a few times, personally.
1: Yes, it this one felt YA to me. We went to the younger character's point of view. But, oh man, all of a sudden we've got weird teenage relationships. Yeah. I was like, what are we doing this for? (laughs) This isn't what this book is about.
0: They weren't even really relevant to the story. They were kind of just
1: thrown in there and didn't really need to be there. It 100% didn't need to be there. I don't know how to do this without it being a spoiler. So I guess I'll warn spoilers for the suffering right now. Are you ready? Ready. Okiku is a three hundred year old Japanese (laughs) ghost that lives inside the boy. That's a weird romance. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. There was one part. Now Okiku sometimes she can take on the appearance of her young, alive, beautiful self. But when he's saying, when he's trying to like hold on to something good, Okiku looking out the window, I could only see the grudge. (laughs) Okiku, broken neck, looking out the window, like he's having all these romantic thoughts, and I'm just putting the grudge freaky girl into all of these situations. (laughs) Like this is actually stupid.
0: Yeah, I had a hard time picturing young, beautiful Okiku as well, but I didn't mind their. I thought their weird relationship was like interesting enough that it didn't bother me. It was more his, him trying to get a different girlfriend. I was like, oh. Leave that alone. Who cares about that?
1: I rolled my eyes like seven times in this book. If they had left that completely out, I think I would have liked it a lot better. But I think that's always my opinion in all things. Yeah. So, you know, at least the majority of the time, I say, leave this stupid romance out. Why are you forcing me to read this?
0: I don't know. I kind of thought, maybe I'm into ghost human romances.
1: Maybe. I
0: don't know. <laughs> Should I get some paranormal? Maybe on soon. Yeah. Cause I, uh, I didn't mind it. I thought it was
1: kind of sweet. <laughs> oh,
0: you know, to each their own. I'm like, they can never be together. And yet
1: they're always together. <laughs> always, always and forever. Yeah. There were lots of really good parts to it. I did find the story harder to follow than the first one. Yeah. So I understand what you mean, the going in and out. It just, it felt like the same, but different and not in an especially good way.
0: But yeah, the first
1: one was really, really good. The first one, definitely, yeah. Read that one because
0: it was great. So good recommendation. Oh, I'm so glad. I, I, I knew you would like it. So
1: I'm glad you read it. Let's see. What else did I read this month? Um, I read The 90s by Chuck Klosterman. And that was a nonfiction, I don't know, me- memoir? It's not a memoir. It was just about the 90s. It was good. <laughs> it was fine. It was a smidge pretentious, but that's just kind of this author to me. So it wasn't like unsettlingly so, just enough to be a little bit like, ah, this guy thinks he's pretty good, (laughs) but not unreadable by any means. Yeah, it's about like the Clinton presidency and 9-11 and uh, what's Kurt Cobain's band? Nirvana. Yep. And football, O.J. Simpson trial, it's like all of the big events that happened in the 90s and how it shaped uh, Gen X and millennials, and it was good. You and I, you more so, would have grown up in the 90s.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I very much remember the 90s.
1: (laughs) Yes. I was 11 in 2000, so. I I was 14. I wasn't that old. We're that old. So we lived through the 90s as children. So I think it's an interesting perspective, but I think it's aimed more towards people who were adults in the 90s. So it doesn't quite have the nostalgia factor that you would expect it to, or it didn't for me. Um, It was interesting, but I didn't really retain a lot, especially when there were whole chapters about football. I don't care. No, I'd skip those. Oh, yeah, I I was painting and I was like, well, this is nice noise inside my ears because I'm not <laughs> retaining any of that. I have no brain space for <laughs> random football facts. But, yeah, it was a good listen. It was fine. If you are a Gen Xer especially, it might be more interesting to you. I'm pretty
0: sure at that time I got all of my news from my grandma's like National Enquirer magazines. Ooh. So... <laughs> I think probably reading this book to find out what actually happened with all of those
1: scenarios would probably be a good idea. Yeah, it was it was good. <laughs> I do think that it's an enjoyable enough read and Yeah, especially you like music. Yeah. And I like the nineties. So Yeah, see I don't really care that much. Yeah. So that also didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on
0: my holds list, so I will be checking it out
1: cool you'll have to let me know what you think i've only ever read one other book by him and it was called i think it's the invisible man or something like that and it was a completely different tone <laughs> um okay i read a closed and common orbit by becky chambers which is the next one in the wayfarers <laughs> series and it was so good and i loved it and i'm reading the third one now <gasps> yeah it's sweet and wonderful, and just fills my heart with joy. So I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and last, I finished today, and I think you'll like this one. It's called "Never Saw Me Coming" by Vera Kirian. It is. It was recommended by Rue at Other Book Club. She's taking some bunch of psychology therapy whatever stuff in school. So a lot of the stuff she recommends is about like psychopaths. And she's the one who recommended Good Morning Monster. This one is a thriller. It's about a group of students at a school. They get their tuition paid for to be in this program for psychopaths. So they're all diagnosed with psychopathy and they get their school paid for to Go in, talk to a therapist, do these tests, and just be monitored. The thing is, none of them know who the other students in this program are. So they just know that there's seven of them. And then they start dying. And the plot thickens. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So it was good. I really quite liked it. It was very easy to listen to. It was pretty fast-paced. And you know that I like my characters just completely devoid of emotion. Or personality. So having our... Yeah, no personality. (laughs) I want as little as possible. If they could have been actual robots, that would have been sweet. Oh, yeah. So having our main characters all be psychopaths, that works for me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I really liked it. I would recommend it. I wasn't super satisfied with the conclusion, but... It didn't take away the hours of enjoying reading from before. It wasn't like so bad that I wanted to throw it. I was just like, yeah, right. that, that's fine. The end. What's next? <laughs> what was it called again? That was called Never Saw Me Coming Kybera Vera Curian. Yeah. I remember we Ru talking about
0: that one. So,
1: Oh, you haven't been there in so long. I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so sad. I've been there telling them about both of our books. I know, I
0: figure you're just like holding down the fort.
1: Yeah. And she <laughs> read that too. She liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's everything I've got going on. Oh, except for I do have one book problem, but you know, maybe I'll save that for my other stuff.
0: Okay. Where's my stuff? I actually made notes because I have no
1: brain. <laughs> Neither do I. Oh, why is it so small? Do you need your reading glasses? <laughs> yes your (laughs) bivocals
0: okay so i have not read very much because i got into a slump where i couldn't do any audio i just kept trying and trying and it was probably like almost a whole week where there was no audio happening
1: that's the worst
0: i know i i thought that i was going to read so many books and i was gonna have so much to hide from you (laughs) <laughs> but every book that I tried just got thrown out immediately because I would just be thinking of other stuff and it just didn't happen. But then one stuck. Yes. Finally, I found one that my ears wanted to listen to. It's called The House We Grew Up In by Lisa Jewell.
1: Okay. So
0: she wrote the ones that I know or Then She Was Gone, The Family Upstairs, Um, The Night She Disappeared, I think you recently read.
1: The Night She Disappeared, I just read. Yep. Yeah. I like her.
0: Yeah. So I've enjoyed, I haven't read The Night She Disappeared, but I did read the other two that I mentioned. And so for some reason, I thought that this was a new one from her. I just saw it, hadn't seen it before, loaded it up. Um, But it was actually published in 2013. Okay. So the books that I've read Um, by her have been thrillers so i expected this one to be a thriller the title doesn't sound thrillery yeah Yeah. so the whole time i'm listening i'm like waiting for the thrill to come and i'm like (laughs) and it's talking about a a secret that's going to be revealed and i'm like oh boy like right at the end (laughs) yeah right at the end it's gonna happen (laughs) it wasn't a thriller (laughs) It was very much a family drama, Mm -hmm. but um, it was still really good. Uh, It's about a family whose mother is clearly suffering from some mental illness and it's manifesting as hoarding. So it starts out, she's just kind of a casual hoarder, and then it gets worse (laughs) and worse and worse and worse over the years. (laughs) Hoards on the weekends after work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then one day there's like a horrible tragedy in the family and the story just goes on to explore how it affects each member of the family and the mother and her hoarding and our hoarding affects everyone. And it was really interesting and really
1: good. I really liked it. If I read it, will I do my laundry? Maybe. Oh, maybe I should think about it. (laughs) Maybe.
0: You might look around and think. (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> uh,
1: honestly, I need that kick in the pants.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a the secret that they're hinting about throughout the whole book, and it gets to it. And the secret was not good. It didn't really make sense. It wasn't a good reveal. Mm. Uh, so the whole the payoff in the end wasn't really worth it. But um, like with whatever book you were talking about, it didn't ruin the rest of the book. mm mm-hmm. You know, like the ending was whatever, but the whole rest of the book was still really enjoyable.
1: So I'd still recommend it. Just don't think it's a thriller because (laughs) it's not. (laughs) You got Leanne Moriarty'd. That's what she did to me with uh, Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah. I was, technically it's, it is a thriller, but it's like the least thrilling thriller of all time. Yeah. (laughs) I (laughs) remember like 75% of the way through and be like, Kate, come on, when are you going to thrill me?
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. there's these, um, like, in between each chapter, there's emails from her secret online boyfriend.
1: Did you skip them?
0: (laughs) I should have, because they didn't mean anything in the end, really. I mean, they just were kind of a way for her to give information. But I thought, ooh, this boyfriend's going to be, like, some sneaky, I don't know, something. Like, it's actually going to be her son trying to get information. or It's going to be some kind of killer, and he killed her. You know, I don't know. <laughs> thought it was going to be something, but it was just a nice man that she was emailing for real. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm like, nice. okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. Um, and then the other one I am reading is The Viscount Who Loved Me by Julia Quinn. <laughs> oh, so this is the second book in the Bridgerton series. Okay.
1: I can see the cover. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure you can. <laughs> oh, I'm making it up, but I'm sure I'm right. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, so the second season of Bridgerton comes out on March 25th. Oh, so you're preparing. Yeah. So I ha- I've i been, I've had this book on my list to read for the last year. And then I just keep putting it off and putting it off for some reason. And then I heard that the season next season was coming out and I was like, well, I'm going to have to read it before watching the show. So I got on it and pretty glad that I did. Yep. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone in
1: the world knows probably. Literally the only thing I know about this series is that she steals semen.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone other than Shanna <laughs> Not that she's living under a rock, but that she just does not care. (laughs) Bridgerton is a Regency romance series. So that means that it's set in Britain between 1811 and 1820. And it's very like the daughters are being... um, (laughs) Sacrificed. (laughs) Sacrificed to society. You know, they're being debuted and they have to go
1: out and find husbands and stuff. It's yes. it's horrible, but it's great. I can't wait for the day that we dress up our daughters and we take them to the market. No, it's disgusting. It's horrible. It makes me crazy. <laughs> <sighs> but the book's very good. <laughs> they do put like a weird glitzy glam on it where it doesn't seem so bad, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they're all happy about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. You're going to go to a duke. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're hoping for love matches, but, you know, sometimes it just doesn't happen. Yeah.
1: Well, take what you can get.
0: Yeah. No, don't don't do that. That's bad advice. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, there are eight books in the series, so. Only on the second one. But each one follows one of the eight Bridgerton children through their romances. Oh, Yeah, yeah. So this one is about Anthony Bridgerton. He's the oldest son. And he's finally decided it's time to settle down and find a wife because he's been a rake all these years, just uh, raking up women. (laughs) Ah. A rake and a rogue. That's what he's called. Wow. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So now he's, he's it's time to settle down, but he's only doing it because it's his duty and to get an heir to his Throne, fortune, you know, yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, doesn't have a throne, but yes, his throne. But he's convinced that he's going to die young because his father did. That makes no sense, but that's what he thinks. So his only rule is that he cannot love the woman that he marries because that would be too painful <laughs>
1: <laughs> for her. When you die, yeah, what? <laughs> I don't
0: know, it's ridiculous. But of course, he does fall in love. Because it's a romance and they get married and I'm still, I haven't finished it yet, but it's following the same formula as the first book. It's just a slightly more ridiculous than the first one. And you know, more ridiculous. Yeah. It's more, it's more ridiculous. I mean, anyone out there listening, the B scene, if you know, you
1: know, Oh man, (laughs) you tell me enough weird stuff. Eventually I'll read these books. (laughs) Uh, yeah, there's a B scene
0: and it's really weird. Yeah, there's a little bit of like a little bit too much toxic masculinity in there, so that's kind of a problem. But not enough that it makes me not want to read the book because they're written to be super funny and clever and enjoyable. So yeah, I don't. I'm not liking it as much as the first one, but
1: I am really enjoying it. So I'll keep reading. So you said there's eight of them. Yep, yeah. one for each child. Yep. Yeah. I don't want to read any of those. I want to read the mom's story. (laughs) This poor mother who apparently her husband died young and she had eight kids. Yep. Yeah, no, I want to see what the hell was going on for her. (laughs) Yep.
0: And her and her husband, they were a a love match and they were all romantic. And then he just dropped dead. (sighs) Rude. A bee stung him. (sighs) That's not the bee scene, but it plays into it.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, I assume that her entire book would be like, I shuffled, I peed a little, I yelled at my kids. Yeah. <laughs> I shuffled, I cooked, I peed a little, I yelled at my kids. <laughs> so yep. maybe it yep. wouldn't be that great a book, but at least you'd be able
0: to relate to it. Yeah. Be <laughs> <laughs> like, I see you, I see you, Mrs. Bridgerton.
1: <laughs> Most of my day. And I've only got three of them. Could you imagine? <sighs> yeah, that is all I got. Wow. Yeah.
0: That is a rough month. Yeah, it's pretty slow. But uh I mean, I did read this. I did read the Suffering, but we talked about that. We did, yes. I had such good intentions. I was going to read. I was going to reread The Future Home of the Living God. Ooh. Why? Because I just have had this morbid curiosity about it that I just feel like I'm wrong and that it was actually good and I'm just misremembering it. Mm.
1: Yeah. Why don't you read something else by her? Oh, well, I am. Oh, is it The Sentence? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: This
1: might be a good time to let everybody know that next month for Book Club, we will be reading The Sentence by Louise Erdrich. Yes, yes.
0: (laughs) Hence, I was like, all right, I'm going to try future home of the living god again and i'm gonna do it on audio and i'm just gonna see how it goes and i put it on and she narrates it herself and i remember someone saying when we read it for book club years ago that she read it and like usually it's good when not usually but a lot of times i like it when authors read their own books but sometimes it's not that good been there yeah so she says a whole thing in the in the beginning too about how she really enjoys reading her own work and she likes doing the audiobooks and then I started listening to it and I was like, Oh no. She has this lovely kind of like older woman voice and it's just narrating like a twenty year old dumbass mm. girl's it just doesn't
1: It's terrible. You need to at least be even close to the person that you're narrating. Yeah. Yeah, that was my experience with uh, Secret History. Mm-hmm. The author read it, and no, you are an old woman, not a 20-year-old man. You are really yeah. taking me <laughs> out of the story. Yes.
0: <laughs> and then, yeah, I just I couldn't do it, so I just stopped. And I was going to surprise
1: you with telling you it was good or bad, but no, I got nothing. Well, now you've just told me that another version of this book is bad. So. Yeah, so no, just forget it. Just forget it. <laughs> I'm just going to have to give it up. Yeah, you know what? I've heard that she's a great author. I have not read anything by her. So maybe it's good that I never read Future Home of the Living God, so I can go in with the relatively clean slate for the mm-hmm. sentence. Yeah. Okay, other stuff. Oh, yeah, other stuff. What you got? I have this problem. I. Have my entire library, like all my holds, been coming in? And I'm doing this weird thing instead of delaying them, I'm borrowing them. Ah, I've been doing that too. <laughs> I'm like, you know, what? you're going on my shelf. You got 23 days or whatever. Yep. Let's see. Yep. You can't just keep going on my hold list. <laughs> Many of you have lived on there for like a year. Mm-hmm. No more. So I've been taking them all out. And today, after I finished. Well, I actually read "Never Saw Me Coming" because I only had seven days left. I was like, "Okay, get my ears," and I'm actually really happy that I listened to it. But next, I had a long hold and it finally came in for "Crying in H Mart." Have you heard of it? I feel like maybe
0: I've heard you say those words before.
1: Maybe it's got a red cover and it's got noodles that are being. Oh yeah,
0: it's a really ugly cover that looks horrible. I've seen um, it and I've been like, no, nah, I'm not reading that. It's ugly.
1: It's on so many lists. People mm-hmm. are so happy about it. On uh, one of the book clubs that I know, we're both in online. People have been really loving it. So it came, and today I was like, I'm going to start this. And so far, it is very good, but it is very sad. Oh, so it's called Crying in H Mart. I'm not spoiling anything because one, it's a memoir, and two, it's the first chapter. The reason that she cries in H-Mart, H-Mart is like a big Asian food or Korean supermarket and her mom has passed away. And so she's talking about all of the food that they would cook together or that her mom would cook her and it would you know just remind her of her family and her mother. And so her mom's passed away. So it's very sad. Like you can tell that this is going to be the kind of book that's going to be very funny, but it's going to also make you cry like a blubbering little baby. Shoot right? <laughs> Do I want that right now? Well, you don't. I don't, but it was a long hold. It's supposed to be super funny. It's supposed to be super good, but I don't want to be the crying Zamboni driver.
0: <laughs> I, I want you to be the crying Zamboni
1: driver. <laughs> that would be <laughs> hilarious to see. Oh, I've been the crying Zamboni driver and nobody knows why I'm out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh but I've 100% done it. What can you do? I remember stopping the audiobook that was making me cry. I'm like, no, I cannot do an entire flood <laughs> bawling my eyes out. So yeah, I don't know. Do I keep going? Yeah. It's I think 11 hours long. Do it because if you let it go, you're not going to get it back. Oh God knows how long it'll be, right?
0: Yeah. So if it's good, keep it. If it starts sucking, let it
1: go. I was... So hungry at work, and then I started this book. Oh my gosh, it's a mistake! Oh, it was all about food, it was all about Korean food. It sounded so freaking delicious. I was ravenous, so I had to turn it off for that alone. Never mind that I knew it was gonna make me sad. And then you know what I did? I went and I got a smoky oh. and mini donuts <laughs> from the concession, or it sounded good before I ate it. After I ate it, I was like, that was obviously a bad choice. That was a mistake. I was just so hungry. I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> see straight. Uh, but okay. You know, I actually have tomorrow off. I'll listen to it in the house. Maybe I will cry in my house in the privacy of my own home. Just be the crying mom. The crying mom. Yes. Much better. Uh. <laughs> Other than that, just haven't really seen you very much except for today when I brought you a cookie. I have been so sick. Yeah for a week it's horrible hold up in her house (laughs) hoarding that baby away i
0: know we've just been like hacking and dripping and coughing and oh it's horrible yeah no good so if you're wondering why i sound so sexy today yeah (laughs) that's why
1: (laughs) oh i'm supposed to have a realtor come here tomorrow oh yeah (laughs) remember that laundry thing how's that going (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm going to text him tomorrow and be like, hey, man, can we do next Monday? Because I I mean, I know he's coming here to look at like the actual foundation of my place. And like not to judge me for my laundry and my children. But he will. He will. I mean, who wouldn't? (laughs) And Cambria is still afraid of the shower. This is my middle child. She's two. She like tomorrow I have to it's just gonna have to be a screaming battle. I'm going to have to get her in there because she she's dirty. She is straight up pig pen from Peanuts. Like she's so adorable, but God, she's dirty. So yep. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be bad. It's got to be done. Yep. Got to be done. Well, good luck with all that laundry. <laughs> yeah. Then, then my filthy, dirty, uh, everything. No, my laundry is clean. It's just absolutely not put away. <laughs> it's a massive mountain. Yeah. And if he's coming to...
0: The realtor is coming to actually look at your house. It's not like you can just shove it in the closet. And honestly,
1: I have a huge walk-in closet. It's not going to fit. It's already full. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm going to call him and be like, or I'll text him because it's less embarrassing. Yeah. So that's my other stuff. <laughs> What's going on with you, sicko?
0: I uh, don't have much going on, but I was going to mention um... – <laughs>
1: Sorry, I'm just trying to sneakily open this snack. (laughs) It was not so loud.
0: (laughs) So for the last year, I have been very excited about a movie that's coming out. And Mm. they finally released the trailer. Uh, So Baz Luhrmann, who is my favorite movie director, is making a movie called Elvis. Oh, no. (laughs) you're not wrong (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong (laughs) so I love Baz Luhrmann I love Elvis so I thought yes this is gonna be awesome and then I watched the trailer and then I thought maybe not Uh uh-oh I don't know are you gonna watch it anyways well yeah (laughs) But I just, the actor that they got to play Elvis. I mean, you just can't have anyone playing Elvis. It just... Who'd they get? Oh, uh, what's his name? He's fine. Is he famous? I don't
1: think so. Austin Butler. Ah, uh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see it. He's got a teeny weeny little nose. Yeah, he's just, he's very pretty. He's very
0: small, dainty. And I just... I don't know. It's just not it's just not quite right. And Tom Hanks is in it, but he's definitely like made up to look like someone else. Like it does not look like Tom Hanks. And I'm like, they probably could have made up this Austin Butler guy to look more like Elvis. With- but, you know, whatever.
1: Maybe he's a really great actor. I don't know. You'll have to watch the, the trailer. It's. I'll check it out. I will never get over how small this guy's nose is. It is quite small, yes. Looks like a little baby. Maybe he
0: sings really well. Well, I would hope that he's not the one singing, huh. or maybe he is. Be fair
1: though; I don't really think Elvis sings that well. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Are you going to burn me <laughs> this day? Yes, but like we, I said before, I don't really care that much about music. So. Yeah, you're not a music lover. No, I'm not the person to make judgments,
0: and I'm not. I'm not huge, and I'm not not a huge music crazy person, but. I do really love Elvis. so I was excited. Anyways, that's not that exciting. Other stuff. My other other stuff is also not that exciting. I watched the newest film adaptation of Little Women last night. None of these are Marvel movies. No, <laughs> Jora chose Little Women. I know, oh. which I, I I really like. I really love the nineteen ninety four version. It's it's just so dear to me, and I couldn't. Forget it as I watch the newer one. I just, too attached to Winona Ryder. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, this one, it was fine, but I wouldn't watch it again.
1: Have you ever seen a movie called The Awakening? I believe. Uh, oh, maybe it's called Awakenings. No, yeah, it's just Awakenings. Then probably not. Because The Awakening sounded more familiar than Awakenings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Awakenings. The There was a book recommended at Other Book Club and the author also wrote a book called Awakenings and none of us had heard of it before. And Leah, one of our friends at Other Book Club, got so horribly offended that nobody had seen this movie. <laughs> so I've put it on my to-do list for this month just so that I can okay. say that I did by next month. She's like, this was Robin Williams, like one of his first dramatic roles, it's Robert De Niro. These guys are young in this movie, so it's older. And it's about a doctor who I think is based on a true story. He cured people from the sleeping sickness. Something, something, something. I don't know. But I just saw so much devastation and hurt on my friend's face. Oh my God. That nobody had seen this movie that I just thought I'm going to correct this.
0: Yeah, literally never heard of it in my life. It's from 1990. Yeah. Have you ever seen a more 90s movie cover? No. I mean, that's pretty much it, yeah.
1: It's water, and then they're like (laughs) weird, faded in front of it. It's Yeah, the font is good. Yeah. Everything about it looks like I should probably watch it. (laughs) Okay, deal. If you really Uh, want to impress her, I won't tell her that you didn't watch it before now.
0: Yeah, I'll just yeah. show and be like, I watched this great movie. <laughs> Have you heard of The Awakenings? I mean, just Awakening? I mean. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. Movie news on this movie podcast. <laughs> yes, welcome to our movie podcast. <laughs> all right. Well, just a quick reminder that if you're interested in bonus content from mm-hmm. us <laughs> – that was a weird transition. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just a reminder that if you're interested in. I know, I'm keeping us, the original. Don't even pretend. <laughs> <laughs> you can head over to book club to find special unaired episodes. And there may
1: even be some movie episodes over there. You know what? Why not? We're very tired. <laughs> Movies have been happening lately. Yes. Um, This month for Book Club, like we mentioned, we are reading The Sentence by Louise Erdrich. So pick up a copy and read along with us. Next week, we will be discussing The Anomaly. So you've got a week if you haven't read it. Or if you have, get ready because we are talking about it next week. Who's that one by Anthony DeHerve? Uh... Hervé L'Atelier. <laughs> I was not close. <laughs> why do I just guess things? Uh, why why can't I guess them in my head? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it wouldn't be
0: horribly embarrassing or funny. <laughs> <sighs> if you haven't already, you can follow us at best underscore book club on Instagram and Facebook so you don't miss anything. And otherwise,
1: we'll see you next week.
0: We'll see you next week. Bye.